Welcome to Remolations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams. From nightmares to the just plain bizarre, join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up rum cycle. This week, Brooke is sharing a dream about flea markets, unique paintings, and forgotten romances. And we also have great catnaps this week. You're definitely going to want to hang out and check these out. We're talking about giant eyeballs, savage bandits, and government-issued gorillas. (laughs) Sounds dangerous, but stay tuned because I'm also talking about the history of Mr. Sandman. You know you've heard the music, you know you hear the songs, folklore, we're going to check it all out, bestie. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned and let's get started. Woo! Do, 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 do. Uh, Why am I third eye blind? I don't know what I'm dancing to. <laughs> I'm punchy. Hi! Hello! <laughs> Hello welcome! welcome. <laughs> oh, that was weird. <laughs> we never say that either. Hi! Hello! How are you today? I see you've got our merch shirt on. <laughs> I do! I was it wondering if good. you'd notice. Is it, yeah. is it weird having our faces on your titties? I love it. It's my favorite <laughs> feeling in the whole world. <laughs> well, our next merch is going to be bikini tops with your face on one. Oh! cup and my face on the other Mm. will be the hit of summer will be the hit of miami just wait (laughs) it's the must have of the season (laughs) yes i mean it's spring break baby (laughs) (laughs) get down there get drunk wear our faces on your titties faces more importantly wear our faces on your titties (laughs) Well, your face is beautiful, by the way. Oh, and hey, thanks. Yeah, we had okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little uh, teaser here. Ooh. Okay. So, Bestie, we recorded last night a very special episode, a collaboration coming out so special. soon, very soon, with the podcast Mark Safe, which is a <gasps> disaster podcast. So, if you love true crime, you love our podcast. Like, it's just people. People may die. It's a it's a fun <laughs> well. Sorry, it's, it's a, a disaster it's podcast. A, what do you, yeah, it's it's not good, but it's a great podcast. So we had fun last night with Brienne and Melanie for the podcast, and it was, yeah. I'm still on a high. I know, I still have chills. Like, we all just, we hadn't met before, but we just clicked. We knew our podcast would be great together, and it was, the vibe was great. And we have the same initials. Yeah, MB and MB. <laughs> It was Dustin. We're like, um, now BFFs forever. Forever. (laughs) So stay tuned. Uh, We're going to release very soon a very special collaboration with us and Mark Safe. So you're going to want to check that out. It's a Mm two-parter. We had so much fun. It took two episodes. It was a lot of fun. (laughs) It was. So yeah, check that out. Woo. I didn't mean to do it. No, you can do random woos. It's okay. (laughs) Like It's allowed. It's allowed. It's allowed. <laughs> Thank you. A random woo. All right. Well, hey, it's uh, hey, time hey. to get into some dreams. I Once again, I've been getting into some dream stories, like part dream, part dream mm-hmm. stories. I've been finding these kind of like interesting 
events that kind of play out after the dream or before the dream. So I'm just going to read this one from Brianna. I don't know Brianna. where she's from. Okay. And she says, well, I'm going to sound crazy to most people. Not, not us. us. Not Darling. us, Brianna. No, no mm-hmm. we, we love you. We welcome you with open arms. And for a long time, I wouldn't share this, but now I don't really care. It oh, fascinates good. me. Yeah, I'm like, get it, girl. Yes. Fascinates me years later. A few years ago, I had a dream about an ex, and we were at a flea market or a yard mm-hmm. sale. Um, I saw this. I'm suspicious already. Mm, you're sus- ooh, you're suspicious. Okay, ex. Just leave him there. Okay, no, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Just leave him there. <laughs> Can I trade away. up? Can we Drive trade? <laughs> where's the Where's the trading tent? <laughs> <laughs> the trading post, please. <laughs> I saw this painting that I absolutely loved. I picked it up and told him I had to have it. It was of this woman painted twice. The first figure, she was hunched over and covered in a black cloak. And years later, another figure was painted and signed and dated separately. Interesting. I know, right? This time, the woman was naked and beautiful. It was like she had been set Mm -hmm. free. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is okay. Symbolic. Got it. Anyway, I grabbed the painting and we went to get in line to pay for it, but the line seemed never ending. I kept telling him to forget it and said that I didn't want to waste so much time waiting. He grabbed the painting from me as I walked away and said, just wait, it'll be worth it. And then Hmm. I woke up. Okay, so (laughs) don't worry, that's not it. I know that's interesting. I'll I'll hold my thoughts for now. And I'm so proud of her because she says... This is when I first started writing down my dreams and Good. paying attention to them. Yes. Like, yes. Woohoo! Snaps. Gotta do that. <laughs> A few months later, her ex actually contacted her and we got back together for a little while. He told me he bought this painting at an estate sale a few weeks before we got back together because he saw it in a dream he had. No. But the painting was all he remembered from the dream. Okay. I know. I'm like, ah. I honestly didn't think much of it until he pulled, (laughs) this sounds funny, pulled it out. Ah, the painting, people, painting. Because it pulled out and says pulled it out and showed me so just no that's the picture the he painting out the painting got it mm-hmm. he pulled yeah pulled out the paintings and that triggered the memory he'd bought the painting from the dream that i had and i actually had to look back in my journal to confirm everything see crazy see you can use your journal for investigative work yes too. you do you I, I couldn't believe it and i thought maybe It was my overactive imagination at first because I wasn't used to paying attention to my dreams. But it's an experience that just changed me in a lot of ways. The weird thing is that so was that relationship. It was like a catalyst to a lot of changes for me. Hmm. So still, I don't expect anyone to believe me, even though I show my journal entries. We believe you. We We believe believe you. you. We believe. um, We'd love to see pictures. Yes. Did you drop? I want to see this. I I want to see see pictures. I know. But again, she just says, I don't care if anyone else believes it. Good. I, I, good for you. Ah, this is such a good one. I feel like so Ooh. much. I, oh, I mean, yeah, I know that's a great, that's a great dream to share. Thank you. My question is, is she with that ex now? It doesn't so, they sound got back like together? it. It sounds like they got back together. Okay. And then she's, because she said, 
We got back together for a little while. Okay, okay. Mm, okay. But there obviously was some kind of connection there. Mm-hmm. But I've never heard of anything like the same dream. Like maybe he picked it up randomly and she was like, oh my God, I dreamed of that once. Yeah, but not crazy. that he dreamed of the painting and she dreamed of the painting. Mm-hmm. There's a tie there. Regardless There's if it's not that person forever, it's just that no. person for the moment. Connection or just a connection there. Because some people make you grow as people. It right? doesn't mean that every relationship's bad. Every ex is bad. Every relationship teaches you about yourself. Yeah, so you're learning. That's what I'm curious about. Is that where you're going with this? Like, that's where I'm well, seeing this going. Yeah, kind of, because she even says it's an experience that changed me in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Her own words are saying that she's like, this relationship was a catalyst. So it's kind of exactly what you were just saying that yeah. it put her in uh, the direction she needed to be, whether she was going down the wrong path or just a different path that kind of pushed her into seeing things in a different light. Can you describe that painting again? Like, what were the different scenes in that? I'd like to to stop on that a little while. Okay. I thought you might. (laughs) It was a woman painted twice. The first figure, she was hunched over and covered in a black cloak. Okay. And then years later, another figure was painted on it and signed and dated separately. This time, the woman was naked and beautiful. So isn't it like someone painted not over it, it doesn't sound like. Right, which happened a but, lot back in the day. Yeah, like, pa- painting, painted you, over reusing it, but reusing the canvas. The canvas. Yeah. But this is like painting on it, but still keeping the that original because, uh-huh. I don't know, it's so interesting. It's very transformative, this painting, and maybe that's what it, this interpretation leads itself to be. Yeah, I feel like everything symbolically in this dream is leading to transformation but i think she's taking it well like she kind of understands that hey this was weird no one believes me but i know what happened and look what it did like it changed my life in so many ways and she's got the proof damn it she's got her (laughs) dream journal and she's yes she's trying to tell people i've got it i can prove it but you know people are but what we believe you (laughs) Well, I'm glad she didn't necessarily leave him at the flea market because obviously that yes, right. her finding that painting. But I mean, flea markets. I don't know. You think of chaos, obviously. Uh-huh. Choices, every every everything. walk of life. You can get beef jerky and you can get a beautiful <laughs> necklace right next to each other. So that's why I feel like she is maybe still struggling with what exactly she needs. She's got parts of it that she's figured out, but she's like, how do I put the whole goddamn thing together? Mm -hmm. And I think, like you said, she's seeing herself in that painting, and it's good because it goes from bad to good. Yes. It goes from, you know, the hunched over. So, I mean, it's showing, usually you show young to old, but it's showing, I think she's going to progress and succeed at whatever is, in her life that's causing her to feel this kind of stress. Like we said, those pictures, the polarization of the pictures, why did she connect with that in particular? Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think, like you said, she's transforming. I also wanted to say about the painting, like she felt so good that the women seemed to be freed at Mm -hmm. the end. You know, so does she have something that she's struggling also to that she's like, I understand that freedom. I, um, 
The last thing I wanted to talk about that I thought was interesting was how long the line was at yeah. the flea market. And was that like a symbol like at that time she was kind of ready to give up on that relationship because hmm. she was like, ah, I don't even, is it worth it? Ah, I don't even. But I think it was, you know, a symbol that he still loved her. And it ended up they were more connected to her than they both realized when he said it, it was worth the wait or it will be worth the wait. And then that comes up later. It was worth yeah. the wait because them coming back together in that painting changed her life in many again, ways. I tell my kids as they went through middle school, I said, there are friends for right now. There are friends you're going to have that you're friends with now and you'll connect later. And there's your forever friends. Like, Not everyone's meant to be in your <clears throat> life every step of the journey. That's some people correct. come and go and some people will be there and some people aren't meant to be there for your whole your whole journey of life. You and I, for example, we fought for a whole year in high school and didn't talk. I thought we would never be friends again after that fight. I don't even know how that happened. Like I don't I, even remember how we made up. I don't just, You know what? I I do know how we made up because oh, Okay. It was the year of graduation, well, wasn't it? It was the year of graduation. And I remember towards the end of the year, everyone's feeling, you know, nostalgic. Uh, nostalgic. You're <laughs> yeah. right. And and as we were practicing graduation, there was a sign in the hallway that our last names were Fleur and Old House. So it was, yeah. this is where the Old House dash Fleur kids <laughs> lined up. And we're like, wait a minute. We're both on the same sign. And oh I took that as a sign. God. The sign is a sign. A sign. A sign. <laughs> that uh, we're meant to be friends forever. It's, it sounds so stupid, but no, but that's all it I have. I have that picture somewhere, and I will. Yeah. I will find it. Please, of us holding I, the sign that says "Alt Alt House to oh Floor." My, oh my god! And that's I feel like amazing. that's what kind of I don't know. I think that that end of the year, we're just we're like, why are we fighting? This is stupid. I, and it got to, to a point where like it just got blown out of proportion. It wasn't even a big deal. I, it I don't was, even remember what it was about. <laughs> I think, I don't know. I think there's probably a lot of little things, but we just, I don't know. Maybe we needed a year off. <laughs> Maybe. And there was other times in our life where I was busy grazing kids and you were, you know, oh, yeah. living in my... different states. And <laughs> we states. ended up still our past cross. So there are those people who will interweave themselves into your life. And I think it's important to realize that everyone's meant to be forever and people come in and out. But the important people will continue to weave themselves into your life throughout. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Wow, Mindy, that was gorgeous. Well, I'm just happier, my friend. <laughs> I'm happier you're my friend. <laughs> Doubt it. I win. You win. <laughs> Thank you so much, Brianna. That was such a fascinating dream yeah. story. And Wow. We wow. believe you. And I would love we to see that painting. You. Oh, I want to love to see, it. see the painting. And if you don't mind, maybe a picture of your dream journal. I'm not asking for proof. I and just think ex. it's awesome. Yes. <laughs> Let's just send a, send a gallery of photos. Yes, please. We just need to see a little bit of everything. So thank you again for submitting that. Hey, Bestie, do you have a dream you want to share with our show? You can share that by going to revelations.com slash support. Not only can you share a dream, but you can... Follow us on social. You can buy some merch, which is awesome, which Brooke mm -hmm. is rocking tonight. Shimmy, shimmy. She's shimmy, shimmying. shimmy, shimmy. Now my, now my face is moving along your tetes. <laughs> um, it looks like 
I'm convulsing in some way, but it's good. It's all good. Mindy, are you having a seizure? No, I'm good. <laughs> you can also join our sleepover squad if you want to see all that hilarity of Brooke uh, just shimmying right now. Join the sleepover squad. Uh, that's where you get behind the scene videos. We post each of our episodes, videos, and all on our uh, sleepover squad. So extra episodes, behind the scenes, you're going to want to check that out. But again, mm. all that you can find by going to remolations.com slash support. Yee-haw. <laughs> okay, cowboy. Woo! Oh, no, I did another woo. <laughs> random woo. It's a random it's woo It's a night. woo day. <laughs> so happy woo day. It's happy woo day to you. Catnaps. Oh, catnap, catnap. time. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. This is where we read, just plow through a bunch of dreams. No interpretation, just a lot of fun. Here we go. Uh, this dream comes from Jody, and Jody is from... Opelousas, Louisiana. Ooh. And if I didn't get that right, Jody, please let me know. Op- Opelousas? Sounds. It looks right. <laughs> I, I, I'm not I can't the best help speller. I can't I'm not, I'm not the best you. at English. Okay, here we You're go. You're the number one speller. Okay, here we go. She says, I have a dream from someone on the outside of a dream. Oh. Oh. In the middle of the night, I wake up to my husband screaming and jumping out of bed like it hurt him. Oh, my God. In two strides, he made it to the door, flipped on the light, and spun around and stared at me with the biggest, bewildered, most terrified eyes I've ever seen. <laughs> Could you imagine that scene? Like, your husband just, like, like bolts out of her. bed right now, and I'm like, oh, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? <laughs> Especially that Jody was in it, probably sleeping herself and just yeah, and awakened by that. Like, did someone come? Like, I would be thinking, like, is someone coming in? Oh, like, see, that would be my you know, first thought. Yeah. yeah. Danger, danger. He stood at the foot of the bed, panting like a dog, and my brain <laughs> is going a mile a minute. Yep. Did he roll over the baby? Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, no, duh. She's in the bassinet. Okay, Did he ahead. just shit himself? <laughs> no. He wouldn't look so scared if he just shat himself. <laughs> he wouldn't. I look pretty scared. <laughs> I like that she's explaining what's going on in her brain here. Like, <laughs> yes. so the baby, she's he shit himself. No. Okay, what's the next on the list? <laughs> After asking him over and over what's wrong, I'm almost crying. He starts laughing. Bitch, what? <laughs> He laughs and laughs and lays back down in bed. And I'm like, what the fuck? He rubs my face and says, you were covered in spiders. <laughs> Excuse me? She why, said, did he, why did he run away from her? <laughs> she, He's like, bitch, I'm out. He's not helping at all. He takes off. <laughs> he goes on to explain he was having sleep paralysis. And he opened his eyes, broke the paralysis, and saw me laying next to him covered in spiders. But I still lay down every night in bed thinking there's spiders all over me. Uh, and that's it from Jody. Jody. Ugh, I, I, I'm with you, Brooke. I think the fact that he left her, not cool. Well, like fast, too. He it's like she out. He sprung out of bed to the door. <laughs> like rude. it was very rude. Help me out here. Help me out. <laughs> Brooke, do you have one for us? I do. Uh, this is Rick, and he's from Kentucky. And he's <laughs> this is an interesting one. My wife and I found ourselves smack in the middle of a gala for Nazi officers no. and top party officials. 
I'm I'm leaving as like fast out. as I can. I'm going to dip out real quick. <laughs> I am taking the closest exit that I observed when I walked in to make sure I knew where the fire exit was and goodbye. But he says a couple of problems. <laughs> well, the first one is where you're at. But go first, ahead. I have no idea how or why we are there. See? Sure. Good. Second, we were in modern street clothes like jeans and t-shirts. Fancy and gala. third... He's Jewish. <laughs> oh, damn. Yes. No, that's, You're that's in the wrong place. You're in the wrong yeah. place. <laughs> yeah, no. I said to my wife, if we don't look anybody in the eye, talk to anybody, because neither of us speak German or oh. don't act suspicious, we might be able to sneak out of here. Terrifying. We just about made it to the door when a German officer came over, smiled, and said something to my wife in German. Sprecher oh, de Deutsch? <laughs> I think is it's that, close. Sprechen Sie Deutsch? Is that what it is? Is that is that German? Yeah. Okay, Deutsch. good. Deutsch. That's okay, close. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> good job. Oh, dear God, I thought, I'm going to be on the next train to Auschwitz. Oh, God. My wife smiled back and replied, Rudy Tootie, fresh and fruity. <laughs> what year is this? <laughs> Well, it's the jingle for the pancake house chain, or uh, what is it? Um, is it Denny's that has? Is it IHOP that I has? One of them has the Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity. But this is okay. her response to the German officer: mm -hmm. Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity. <laughs> I stared at the ground, waiting for the axe to fall. But rather, the officer smiled, clicked his heels, tipped his hat, and with that, he was gone. And then I woke up. Oh, wow. What a high. That's a heavy topic. And then very, it made it very funny. light. I know. That's why I was like. Terrifying. Could you imagine? Like, it's like behind enemy lines, but in the worst possible way, because you, you don't speak the language and you're wearing like something that Just would stick out to anyone in that environment. I mean, it's a gala first. Horrible. It's in Germany. During World War II, and you're wearing like jeans and a t-shirt. No, um, no, 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 and that's no. that's terrifying. That is so terrifying. I mean, to think of him like realizing <sighs> that all of a sudden, right? Ooh. But I mean, it's probably like the weight of being of, of having that in your family history. Oh yeah, and, and absolutely. You know, as a personal note, Mark's mom, my husband's mom, mm -hmm. was in Holland during World War II, and her. And her mom, my husband's grandmother, was in a concentration camp. Yeah. So I can only imagine that family history, so stressful, and then yet your brain's like maybe dissociated enough from the event that you're like, Rudy Tootie, fresh and fruity. You know, like, so you have to do something. You have to because it's such yeah. a horrible, horrible piece of, of oh history. My God. Wow. Yeah. Yikes. Okay. Well. well Thanks for sharing that. I mean, we like we said, don't be afraid. We cover all kinds of topics. And th like that one did have levity in it at the end. But yeah, don't be afraid to share. Everyone dreams. Everyone has weird dreams, scary dreams, dreams that may be a little uh, controversial. But we Send like to along. talk about everyone. And we do welcome all dreams. All right. This next one comes from Destiny. And she's from St. Louis, Missouri. Ooh. Okay. Hey, girls. Since as far back as I can remember, I have had a reoccurring dream of plane crashes. Oh, no. 
They always start the same. I'm sitting on a plane, getting ready to taxi the runway, scared. Okay. I put on my belt and close my window cover so I can't see the outside. Okay. I feel the plane start to move down the runway and take off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm nervous. It is. The takeoff, I don't know, takeoff and landing is always the worst, right? Yeah. After a couple minutes of ascension, I open the window to reveal a wooded area. Beneath me, oh. with power lines separating two vast, dense forests. As I'm looking out the window, I start to notice the plane descending. But oh. still in takeoff position with a nose up. But hmm. finally, the plane hits the ground. Then there's a break. Silence and dark. All of a sudden, I'm 100 and 150 feet from the plane crash. And I hear oh and God. see all the destruction ahead of me. Oh and I God. want to run and help. As soon as I start towards the wreckage to help, I wake up. Oh, my God. And you said this is recurring? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's horrible. Oh, Recently, you're... I had the same dream. At least it started similarly. Except this time, the plane crashed onto a road. It seemed like it was a crowded interstate, and there were emergency crews helping everyone in the median. And I was conscious through the whole thing. This time after the crash, I was still on the plane, and no oh. one needed help. Hmm. Interesting. So all different versions of pla- I don't like it. That's I terrifying. Don't like it. <laughs> terrifying destiny. And to not only have to be part of the disaster and relive that every time you dream it, but then also to have to relive the part where you can't help. Yes. Like it's like oh, t- it's like double. Th- it's too bad. It's and I too find bad it interesting. Things. It goes from like like she's in the plane to when it crashes, she's outside of the plane, like needing to help people. So right. that change of perspective, I think, is really interesting. And maybe she's just a helper at heart. It's a helper by nature. It's that's just the, nice. she's just a good person. All righty, I've got Miss Jenny from Carlisle. <laughs> okay. This is the one with the maze, she says. Oh, okay. <laughs> this dream, or rather nightmare, was probably the scariest experience I've had. So this dream was a common occurrence during my childhood. I would dream of it often and always woke up scared. Wow, we've got lots of recurring dreams lately, I we feel like. We do have a lot. lot. Yeah, for sure. So it always started off with me in a large maze with no ceiling The sky was a dull gray color. I start walking through the maze confused. Then a loud, monotone, but oddly soothing voice sounds off in my head. I never remembered what it said, but the way it talked was extremely scary. I sometimes thought of it as a voice of God or something. Interesting. So that creepy-ass voice (laughs) comes up in my head, and it spooks me, so I start running. As I glance behind me, I see a large, like the size of a car large, hovering eyeball. Oh, no. Making its way towards me. That's too big. And that scared the shit out of me. Well, that's when I would wake up. (laughs) That's too big. That's a a big large eyeball. No, that would be creepy. That's like Lord of the Rings creepy. Like eyeballs should be normal size. It's, it is too big for an eyeball. I think <laughs> they should be like quarter sized at most. And shouldn't be moving and talking either. Does it have I eyelashes? I, 
nice cat eye. A nice cat eye, John. Just a nice smoky eye. I wish I could. I wish I could nail a cat eye. Yeah, my my niece, she can nail a cat eye. I'm so jealous. Like gorgeous, I can't gorgeous. Do cat makeup eye. that well? Maybe a professional one. We should we should just go get head to toe oh, makeover. I'm We're like in. we want cat eyes, just cat <laughs> eyes, and that's it. That's it. Can you just give us cat eyes? We'll be happy. <laughs> well, thank you, Jenny. Thank you. I don't want them chasing me. That's for sure. At least there's only one. Could you imagine if there was two eyeballs, like a pair? Ooh. <laughs> All I could think about is like in Indiana Jones where that giant boulder is like yeah. rolling down towards <laughs> yes. Indiana. I mean, a classic. Classic. Classic debonair man. I'll take never, it. Never gonna be uncool no matter never. what he does. No. <laughs> He's just He's in. Been- He's he's in forever. He's in the cool club forever. He's got he's got the membership card and it's laminated. <laughs> <laughs> I love that it's laminated. That's what it means. It's big You're time. In it forever. Some people forever. in and out. You can take nope. it back. It gets water damage. His nope. is laminated. Safe. Sure. Anyhow, um, now that we've passed that giant eyeball rolling visual, yes. <laughs> let me get to Amy's dream. Okay. And Amy's from Woodstock, Illinois, which is oh. not too far. Actually, that's the town yeah. we got married in, Mark and I. Oh, so close yeah. I was going to say, that's not far from you at all. No. Okay. <laughs> Last night, I had a dream. There was something going down in the United States, so the whole population of the U.S. had to move out to the surrounding areas so they could get some construction work done in the United in States. In the entire country? I mean, it's construction <laughs> season. But that's it's a lot. lot of construction. <laughs> that's a lot where they're like, everybody out. Everyone. We say six months, it could be 12. <laughs> Probably closer to 18 if we're being truthful. And I was placed in Hawaii with my family. Hey, good for her. Right? If there's anywhere I want to be displaced, I'll take Hawaii. Even though technically it's still in the U.S., so they're not doing construction in Hawaii this time. I, or, or, I mean, is Alaska in there, too? I guess maybe. I guess it's continental it construction. Continental construction. construction. That's kind of hard to say. It is. I wonder if that's like one of those like government programs, like Build America Better. Continental like, construction. construction. <laughs> Yay. We got some federal funding for that. Okay. <laughs> so she's in Hawaii. I knew it was Hawaii because I can remember looking across the ocean and being able to see the other islands. Then it got super cloudy and dark, and I remember thinking, ooh, hopefully it's a storm, because I like storms. But the more dense the fog got, the more I realized that a volcano was probably about to erupt. Oh, not good. Question mark? <laughs> I looked towards the volcano. I was in Maui on my dreams. And then... The top suddenly burst into flames as if it was about to erupt, but instead, <laughs> it just started shooting huge splats of lava strategically at the civilians below. Oh, no. What did they do wrong? <laughs> this seems like the government's trying to kill off people. Like, let's hoard them in one area and then strategically shoot lava at if the people it... we don't want to survive. <laughs> strategically shoot lava. Yep. That's what it is. So everyone starts freaking out and running all over the place. And suddenly, there's a bunch of gorillas everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Who 
course there is. Because they're indigenous to Hawaii. Yep. And they love being around volcanoes. <laughs> so there's a bunch of gorillas everywhere. <laughs> and they were attacking everyone that looked like they were trying to mimic them. <laughs> don't, there's, don't. A lot, there's a lot going on. There's don't so mimic a gorilla. Watch out for the volcano. <laughs> don't mimic the damn gorillas. So much. <laughs> Two things you have to do to survive. Don't, don't upset the volcano. Don't mimic the gorilla. Come on. <laughs> easy rules. <laughs> All I remember is I had lost my friends and family, and I found this old man, and we decided to team up and decided oh. the best escape would be to start swimming towards another island. Oh. We got in the ocean and started swimming as fast as we could. And I remember looking back at the island, seeing the total chaos and destruction. The island of volcano lava and gorillas. Oh, that's a dangerous island. I've always wanted to go to Maui, but maybe not now. Not, not, not if there's those gorillas. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Th- I mean, I don't think I've done anything to upset a volcano, so I don't think I'd be strategically hit. <laughs> or by the government. Right, like, I think that's interesting. It was very strategic. I am worried about the gorilla situation because you know me, I'd probably walk right up to one like wanting a hug and it would just crush nope. me. You can't. You can't. You, can't. you just got to not even give them eye contact. I, those gorillas I are dangerous. They are, but I want to Government issued gorillas. Government issued gorillas. <laughs> dangerous. It's like the new army. Why not? Why not? This is Joe, and he's from Silver Springs. J-O-E? Joe? J-O-E. Yes. Okay. Thank you for Silver asking. Springs. Okay. Mm-hmm. So all the power in the world just goes out. Just like that. <laughs> Not good. No. I, yeah. I don't, I don't, what am I going to do? The whole world? I can understand my block world. in the summer, but the whole world, that's like, no. The whole damn world. Okay. And apparently... I'm in a middle-aged badass man with a goatee's body. So yes. apparently, yeah, you got a good one. I'd like that. I want to be that man. I know. And he goes, just bear with me on this one. <laughs> if I was to go back to the Middle Ages, I'm definitely not being a female. No, no. Going back mm. almost anywhere in history, I don't want right? to be a Even these days, who knows? But <laughs> who knows? My God. I, give me, yes, I would go I like this. Millie badass, he says. Yeah, man. I like mm-hmm. it. I'm there. Okay. So I need to find my apparent family for some reason. Hmm. L- like it even matters in a post-apocalyptic world where they are. But sure. I would still want to try to find anyone yeah. I could. Okay. Uh, so it's a little foggy. I needed to get higher. I looked in the distance and see a giant cell tower. <laughs> Mm, okay very very forward very medieval times very for the medieval times who gets the cell phone is there one hello hello are there gorillas there (laughs) okay Um, see you then (laughs) can you turn back on the power come ed it's out. <laughs> it's out everywhere it's like, no not just the neighborhood no, the no. whole world and then comments like your estimated <laughs> return time of power is 14 hours and three minutes 
You're like, oh, okay. Like, okay, what can I do for 14 hours? <laughs> a lot. There's a lot. Um, okay, so there's the giant cell tower mm-hmm. with just a lot of junk hanging on the sides and a massive fort on the top. Cool. I make my way to it and begin my ascension. So I make it to the bottom of the base and climb into a hatch. Well, okay. turns out the place is some kind of savage bandit camp. What? There are screams of terror and agony within the dark, cold metal base. I make mm. it to the loudest scream, which is a guy being cut up alive on some makeshift metal operating table. Oh my Joe, God. go! Don't stay! Get out I don't of need this, the fort! I don't need my cell phone. Never mind. No, leave the phone. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> I continue sneaking through and making it to the leader. He apparently knew where my family was, but sure. it turns out they had already eaten them. And then I woke up. Oh. That's <laughs> a Joe. What a time, a time-traveling dream, though. I know, right? <laughs> From... Medieval times, torture to cell phone tower. Yeah, a little bit of everything in there. Hmm. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't like it. Say. I don't like it a lot. I don't like the idea of that guy getting cut up alive. That's not good. That's. I don't evil. know what else is going on in that fort, but I would or that camp. Stay away from bandit camps. <laughs> never good. Never good. All right, this one comes from Barry, and Barry is from Rancho, California. Hey there. Today I had a strange dream that I had to stack birds. <laughs> That's a tough job, Barry. I don't do, know. Do they stay still? Do you, uh, <laughs> I don't, what kind I'm, of birds? I know. I'm just trying to picture how this Big bird actually bird works. <laughs> I got to the parrot, and the friend beside me said, No. You have to reach the seagull. Uh. So she showed me how to get the seagull up there. And then I had to put the parrot on. Oh, it's like it's like um, angry birds. You got to figure out which color pig does what. Right. Is it like the finch, like the littlest yeah. bird on top? A hummingbird just like floats above the top. Which anyway. one's going to do the trick? Yeah. Barry says, I don't have many dreams I can remember, so this one stood out to me. For what reason? I don't know. Well, I liked it, Barry. Thank you for making me laugh. <laughs> Angry birds. Angry the, birds. I think if you're a star, what's the biggest bird you can think of? Like, there's eagles, there's condors. What's what's the biggest bird there is? Like ostrich? Uh, oh, oh, sure. If we're talking, are we talking flightless birds? Oh, well, you tell me, friend. <laughs> <laughs> So we start with an ostrich. On top of the ostrich is a flamingo. On top of that's a penguin. On top of the penguin, we have a bald eagle. On top of the oh bald God. eagle, we have a condor. On top of that, we oh have an God. owl. And on top of that is a hummingbird. <laughs> no, no, the hummingbird's on top because they just float. I know, they're so cute. Uh, on top of that, we go to a robin, a finch, oh. a, a, a cardinal. Blue jet. Blue jay? A blue jay hummingbird. Oh my god. Just like you see those stacked rocks on the beach. <laughs> yeah. I'm just it's like it's very harmonious. 
Remember, have we talked about this recently? Because I talked to somebody about it recently, and I don't know why. It was like one of my favorite books, The Little Old Lady Who Swallowed a Fly. Oh, I remember, remember that. that one. Yes, I do. And it's like to catch I the don't fly. Know why she, she swallowed a fly. Yeah, but it's like to catch the fly, she swallowed like a spider. spider. To catch spider, she swallowed the bird. Then yep. she swallowed the a cat. Back. Like, yeah, it's like same thing. Very hungry. Very hungry. Yep. Okay, and this is Isabella, and she's from Mobile. Okay. She says, I've had nightmares, the usual suspect variety, falling and being chased, occasional monster or two, and the darn sleep paralysis terror. Yeah, yeah. However, nothing could ever come close to this. And she even puts this in, in there herself. This might be disturbing for parents, so please take it into oh. consideration if you proceed to read. Okay, uh, Bessie, we're going to put some timestamps in the show notes. So if you don't want to listen to this one, you can uh, see where to click and move on. Skip it. Skip it. Okay. Oh, I don't know if I'm ready to hear this one. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Uh, this It's bad. Okay. okay. It's a, <laughs> I say that and this is the first Your sentence. face is frozen and it's the most terrifying face I think I've ever seen from you. What is it? Just it's like this. for me. <laughs> it's awful. Okay, you're good now. You're back in you're back in uh line here, but Kay. still okay, I'm ready, I think. It's a cheerful sunny day mm-hmm. and I'm getting my children ready to go somewhere. We go to the car, I buckle them safely into their car seats and off we go. As we're driving, I pull out their favorite children's songs on CD and we all sing along. Oh, I remember that, those too. I was going to be like, I bet you heard some Ooh, songs quite we were a few times. Big into Kid Bop. Uh, there was also, God damn it, what's the name of the videos? Shit. All I remember is <laughs> Mike and Mary like their eggs scrambled. Mike and Mary like bacon too. Mike and. <laughs> um, this is the new theme it song. It was like Kid Song. Was, and Mindy like, like eggs Mary. and bacon. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, uh, kids songs it was like kids songs but they had different like kids song dvds so it was like at the farm it was at, oh the, the, at the amusement park it was ice cream day but no um on the farm one mike and mary liked their eggs scrambled so i can relate I too. to i do as well okay okay <laughs> i like a scramble i'll take egg. i'll take oh good question scrambled your oh. favorite I do like scrambled, but my dad makes a badass soft-boiled egg with soft a little boiled. bit of toast. Yeah, so oh, it's still gosh. a little runny in the middle, and it's great mm. with toast. Mm. Okay. I, I How about go you? With, I like fried eggs, and I like them like medium hard. I don't like too oh. runny. I don't mm. like the runniness so much. I guess it depends on if you're a dipper or not. Yeah, I guess you'd you have know? something to dip it in. If I had like, toast, definitely. Yeah, toast. Toast, yeah. English uh, less- muffin. Yeah, recently I was at my parents' house and my dad makes breakfast, but he likes them like really like over easy, like like super, oh. super. I don't know if they're all the way cooked or done, to be honest. And so <laughs> there's la- still birds they're, inside. <laughs> they're they're still chirping. And so I said to my dad, I said, Dad, last time I'm like, can you just cook mine a little bit longer? <laughs> did he like, get I, mad? No, 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 not at all. Oh. And then the time I was there after that, he did remember and made sure to make my oh, eggs like a little more cooked. But that's cute. My dad makes me those fried egg sandwiches. Like, oh yeah. Like sometimes he'll <gasps> just drop them off. Like he's 
brought him like when I was sick, he made one and like brought it and just dropped it off. Or he's brought me one to work before. It's so so cute. lately, I've been trying to be like have a better morning, like set myself up for a good day. Please tell me how. <laughs> so I'm taking. I call it my morning walkabout, and so what oh. I do. I'm not lying. This is like the last couple of weeks I've done this. I will make myself a breakfast sandwich, like like okay. eggs, bacon, bagel, or just like a bagel or Yum. a breakfast burrito, and I will take it. I don't take the dog with me. It's just like an alone walk, and I walk yes. around our neighborhood, and I eat my breakfast, and I just don't I don't listen to anything. I just let my mind. Wow. And I'm, I'm normally one who needs constant stimulation. That's just how mm-hmm. my brain works. I'm always listening to a podcast. I'm always doing something. Right. So I've been trying to be a lot more conscious about being with myself and being quiet. And I then love this for you. I saw on my walk this week, I saw a deer just Aww. like galloping in these little woods by our, not even woods, like a little wooded lot. It's, yeah. you know, it's like <laughs> you know, little sweet it's little not a force, deer. Yeah. You shouldn't be here. But I saw him like jump through like the little wooded area and I was like, oh, to just taking that moment to be like observant and enjoying my breakfast. It was really, it was really lovely. I love this. Yes. I love this for you. I do. I know that we're having a really nice moment, but I feel this dream is not going that direction. Oh, we needed a break, I guess, okay. didn't we? Before the a rest. little bit of levity before. Mm, okay. okay, here we go. So we're all singing the songs. Minnie Mike knows all the words. Mike and Mary like their <laughs> eggs scrambled. Mike and Mary like bacon too. Then it happens. Oh, no. Something crashes into us, and we are crossing over a bridge, and we fall over into the water. No. Oh, that's like that's like one of my worst fears. Yes, like every time you're la- on a bridge. Lack of oxygen, like drowning or, you know. In a car, whatever. let alone. In, in a, a car. car, too. Oh. So, as this happens, I remember everything I had read about what you're supposed to do if mm-hmm. your car goes into the water. Oh, yeah. I put the window down and unbuckled myself. My children are screaming in the back seat. Mm. The children's songs are happily playing. No. Oh. The water is pouring into the car. I'm grabbing their seat belts to unbuckle them and I can't. Mm. I'm pressing the mechanism, pulling, yanking, but the water fills up the cabin completely. And then I woke up, screaming oh. and completely covered in sweat was the worst nightmare I ever had. And to this yeah. day, it makes me shiver in horror. It's making me shiver Absolutely. in horror. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Could you ma- I mean. Those are the worst as a parent. I can't. You have dreams where you can't save your children. I was like, just like imagining her trying so hard with the buckles oh. and stuff. And let and you're drowning as well. You know, it's like, oh, my God. Awful. Like, awful, you, awful, awful. Uh, oh. It's like the whole idea of drowning and then just having kids that you cannot get. Oh, so bad. I know. I- I'll be completely honest with you. I had a dream this week and I wasn't going to share it because it was a parent dream that really stressed me out. Oh, no. And I'm going to share it. It was super short. Okay. And it was horrific. So I had a dream my youngest was abducted. <gasps> no. And somehow I had tracked her down. Found the person holding her, and it was like in a basement, like a cellar. Yeah. And I went in the cellar, and I, th- oh, okay, I <sighs> I woke up, and I wish I had my watch on me, because my heartbeat must have been like 200,000 beats a minute. <laughs> oh, 
my god! I literally sat up and it was like, okay, it was just a dream. I get down in this basement and she's tied up, and I go to help her, and, and her mouth is filled with something, and I start pulling out of her mouth used tampons. Oh my god! Oh Isn't my that god. awful? Isn't that awful? Like this. I woke up and like, and then I woke up and that was it. That was all my dream was. And it was so bizarre, but horrifying. Horrifying. Like Like, what made my parents. (laughs) I appreciate you writing these dreams in because I know we all have them because our most vulnerable part of our lives is our children. And so I know I'm not the only parent who has this. And obviously, and obviously Isabella, you feel the same way about your children and if your unconscious is going to get to you and scare you, it's through things that happen to your children. Oh, yeah. And so please write in. Please let us know these things. You're not the only one. Yeah. Uh, it was horrifying. It took me a, quite a while to fall back asleep after I, that. I can't Awful. even imagine. I yeah. I had no idea where it was going, and it was... Uh, no, but uh, what? why? Why? Why, why that? Why? Why? I know. Mm. Why? Let Mindy know. I know she doesn't like her dreams analyzed, but I gotta know just a yeah, little snippet of what know. you think. No, okay. <laughs> if I've, if I'm gonna analyze my own dream here for a second, and, and this is like a completely off the cuff, completely yeah. raw and real here. She's she just turned fourteen. Mm-hmm. She's becoming a young lady. Yeah. In general, right? She's yep. She's gotten her period. She just has her, you know, a boyfriend. They want to go to a movie. So is it me? My unconscious being like she's growing up. And I'm I want to protect her and I can't. And mm-hmm. then like the tamp like the, the tampon part is like, you know, her becoming a wo- I don't know. And if I'm I, thinking I, of it, that that might be why. And I would think that would be the tampon reason why as well. Yeah. But I don't know why like used. That's the thing yes. that gets me. Because like you're trying to protect her and like giving someone a tampon is a form of protection, you know, when you have your period. Sure. So there's protection all throughout this dream that you're trying, but I don't know why they're used. And that's the most disturbing part. It is the besides most the part. besides the kidnapping. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then I think I think I think at the end I think we uh got out. I you know I know I was unhelp I was helping her, but Aww. yeah, parents, I get Poor it. Just baby. Uh, all right. Um have you as a child growing up ever heard of the Sandman? The Sandman, like the Sandman. to go to sleep, like the Sandman's, yeah. yeah Sandman. Sandman. Okay. So Sandman has made its way into popular culture over the years, from superhero movies to popular mm-hmm. songs, such as Mr. Mm. Sandman, right? <laughs> or Enter Sandman by Metallica, which I'm not oh. going to try to sing. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? You make me speak in accents. <laughs> But who is the Sandman? Why is this character around and where did he come from? We've all heard about him. He has to do with sleep. He has to do with dreams. Some folklore. So let's get into it. I, ooh, this is good. All right. So uh, what's the history of the Sandman? Well, it's rooted in European culture, as many things are, lores Mm -hmm. and folklore. The exact inception date is hard to find, of course, just like many other things. Sure. It's believed to come from the 18th century from Germany, where the expression, here I go, <laughs> der Sandman como, began. So, that's what the Germans said. Okay. Der Sandman como. 
meaning the Sandman is coming. Okay. It was popular to say this to someone who looked sleepy because their Uh, eyes looked like they had sand on them to start making them fall down. Oh, like they were heavy, like from the weight of the sand. Exactly. It was just a saying. It started out as a saying, like, you look sleepy, there's sand on your eyes, your eyes are getting heavy. In 1816, there was a guy whose name was, here we go, I like these initials, E.T.A. Hoffman. E.T.A. Hoffman? E.T.A. Hoffman. Oh. Estimated time of arrival, Hoffman. (laughs) Uh, That's his nickname. (laughs) James E.T.A. Hoffman. (laughs) 2 p.m. 2 2 p.m. Hoffman. He wrote a dark German short story about the Sandman. Oh, I bet. You know how these old folklore stories go, and this one is very dark. Terrifying and ooh, yeah. So Sandman would throw sand in children's eyes when they wouldn't go to sleep. Oh, my God. Causing their eyes to fall out. Oh, well, how's that going to help anything? (laughs) He would then take their eyeballs to his iron nest on the moon. (laughs) where. Where he would stop. Where he would feed the children's eyes to his own children. So very, very dark start. I mean, it's Germany. Very nest on the moon. Could you imagine him sitting there like, children, go to sleep, or I will steal your eyes <laughs> and go back to the moon and feed and my babies. Feed my babies your eyeballs. ETA was not so nice. Doesn't sound like it. No, no, no. But then in 1841, the very popular Hans Christian Andersen, mm-hmm. very familiar of children's literature, created a folklore story from a man named... <laughs> this is a tough one, Mindy. <laughs> you picked a tough topic. <laughs> Old Luke Oya. Was this a Danish name? Was it actually a very popular Danish name? And it translates to close eye. And so here's an excerpt from his story. In the evening, while the children are seated at the table or in their little chairs, he comes up the stairs very softly, for he walks in his socks. Sandman walks. Okay. Right? (laughs) It is quieter in your socks. I will agree. He must go through a lot of socks. (laughs) Then he opens the door without the slightest sound. And throws a small quantity of very fine dust in their eyes, just enough to prevent them from keeping them open. And so they do not see him. Then he creeps behind them and blows softly upon their necks. (laughs) Till their heads begin to droop. It sounds a little creepy to me. Like a dude walking up your stairs in socks and then blowing sand in your face and then like blowing on your neck. It sounds like a... Dateline episode. I, this sounds very Dateline-ish. Where's Keith Morrison when you need him? Keith! Yeah, we're not... still waiting for your hashtag. What is Keith Morrison dream? We want to know. Still, we we're waiting still, for you. Keith. We still, still want to know. This is the Hans Christian Andersen version? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. But all Luke okay <laughs> does not wish to hurt them, for he is fond of children. He oh. only wants them to be quiet so that he may relay them pretty stories, and they never are quiet until they're in bed and asleep. Okay. 
It's still creepy. <laughs> right. <laughs> as soon as they are asleep, old Luke O.K. seats himself upon the bed. Oh. He is dressed nicely. His coat is made from silken fabric. It is impossible to say of what color, for it what? changes from green to red. Okay. It is but impossible. He, he dresses nicely, but no shoes. <laughs> Just socks. <laughs> Just socks. For it changes from green to red and from red to blue as he turns it from side to side. It's like a high like little dancey, like where's something wearing like a club. I like it. Yeah. Socks and a club shirt. Socks. This is the new look. The new look. <laughs> Under each arm, he carries an umbrella. He needs two. One of them with pictures on the inside. He spreads over the good children. Oh. And they dream of the most beautiful stories the whole night. Is that like above a crib? Like a little like mobile. Mobi- yeah, mobile like spins That's around. That's what I'm picturing, um- yeah. Umbrella, yeah. But the other umbrella has no pictures on it. Oh. And he holds it over the naughty children so they may sleep heavily and wake in the morning without having dreams at all. Oh. So that's Hans Christian Andersen's take on Sandman. That is a little less scary. Oh, for sure. Like he's not eating their eyeballs. I know, but the sneaking up and like. Blowing on their necks. Not great. Yeah. And then sitting on their bed and like showing them his clothes. If I had to choose between the two, I'm picking Hans Christian Andersen's. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So Hans Christian Andersen was Danish. So in both of those German and Danish portrayals, the Sandman throws sand in the children's eyes. Now, while on the Danish side, they woke up to crusties in their eyes, and that was a sign that the Sandman had visited them and brought good dreams. Hmm. While on the German side, the Sandman was more of a punishment for kids who did not sleep. Interesting, isn't it? Used completely opposite. Yes. Wow. Very interesting. Now, now the story, of course, goes across the world. There's different takes on it. In Norway and Sweden, he was called John or John Bund. And then <laughs> Nether- John? That's, what, yeah. that's scary. Well, it's funny. John, J-O-H-N or John, J-O-N, Bund. So it was jo- two different spellings of John. I don't know why. John or John, John Bund. In Netherlands, Bulgaria, and parts of South Africa, he was referred to as Klaus Vak. So same thing, different cultures, as we've seen throughout things, especially in folklore, it made its way through different countries. Now as a sidebar, (laughs) now let me get scientific here, because I like my little science, you know me. Um, Eye crusties. Do you you call them eye crusties? What do you call them? Yeah, I guess I would say eye crusties. I don't have an official name. Boogers. Oh, like eye boogers? Eye goop, eye boogers. Um, I think I would say crusty. You got a little crusty in your eye. So- According to the Cleveland Health Clinic, eye crusties are good and normal. It's not really oh. sand that the Sandman throws in there. I'm going to break all your ideologies here for a oh, second. No. It's not really a Sandman. What oh. happens with eye crusties is while we are awake, a tear film keeps our eyes moist and healthy. Mm-hmm. The act of blinking flushes out any normal mucus produced and other, you know, and other debris from the eye. But because we do not blink while we are asleep, eye discharge collects in the corners of our eyes and along the eyelash. So it's completely ah. normal. 
It's just your, since you can't blink at night, it's your way of your eyes moving things. Because, you know, in, in REM cycle, your eyes go back and forth. It moves yeah. the debris to the corner of your eye. So when you wake up and there's eye crusties. It's like somebody cleaned up your eye and like swept it into the corner. Your body is just, co- custodian is just sweeping them to the corners. It could be crunchy, sticky, or wet. But, you know, again, if it's not feeling good, go see your doctor. But yeah. other than that. That was fascinating. Thank you for sharing that. I always like to hear lore and background of, yeah, and science. (laughs) So the idea of the Sandman is not only in children's literature throughout the ages, but it's also in pop culture. Mm -hmm. So from TV to movies, there was Batman. Oh, I didn't know about Batman. Um there's a character named Sandman, and he he throws sand. He's creepy. He wears like oh. Like one of those, what are the burlap sacks, yeah, oh. you know, like creepy. A bird th- face. Yeah, he throws sand on you. But so it's kind of like that idea, but it makes you like hallucinate and go crazy and think oh, the world. It. So he's trying to create mm. chaos. Like, mm-hmm. so dream. it's interesting. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you ever watch the Smurfs? I did. I love so the Smurfs. There was even an uh, episode of the Smurfs called Dark Monster. And Lazy's Nightmare, two episodes where the Sandman was featured in. Mm. I would have to go. I liked Lazy. He was one of my favorite Smurfs. <laughs> <laughs> I liked him. Well, of course, I like Smurfette because I was oh, like a girl. The only I chick. like Barbie. She's the only chick. That's kind of hard. At least they gave us one character. <laughs> At least one. I, I liked Azriel. <laughs> was oh, that the cat? <laughs> yes, it was the cat. So, what what would you say is your favorite? Smurf. Well, besides Smurfette, I always like Papa Smurf. I know I he's know. kind of boring, but it's so I liked, comforting. I liked Papa Smurf too. I know. And I liked Brainy. Oh, yeah. You know, of course you did. Because he was all nerdy. He had the glasses. And Smurfette. Yeah. yeah. Well, I loved that show. It was a great one. So it was in that Salmon has been featured in like the Santa Claus movies. Santa Claus 2 and 3, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Doctor um, Who. Love me some Buffy. In the 2007 Marvel movie, there's a character called Flint Marco, which is Sandman. He he was made Sandman after falling into a particle accelerator. Mm. Um, so if you're a Marvel fan. In a 2012 animated movie, Rise of the Guardians, which I took my kids to in the theater, Sandman was, his name was, here we go. Sanderson Mansnoozy. <laughs> Sanderson. Did they make it? Was he supposed to be scary? Because that's No, like he was the good guy. I was going to say, that's like the least scary name yeah. ever. <laughs> so he fought Pitch, which was like the boogeyman, Pitch, like Pitch oh, Black. Oh, yeah. So oh. he was like the good side of the Guardians. Got it. So he was a cute little like fat man, like an all like So again, dust. totally different interpretation throughout yeah and then if you look at the 2017 movie by peter sullivan called sandman it's a horror movie where a little girl with power imagines into existence a sandman a terrible monster from her nightmares so all over the place like you don't often have a character in history who goes both ways and that's what it seems (laughs) like sandman is it It goes good and bad so i think that is interesting Thank you for pointing that out because that is what's really interesting about this. Because, like you said, we've all heard of it. I've always heard 
bad things. But like you said, oh, but the good kids get the pretty pictures on the umbrella. So it is. It's like, I don't know. That's very... And the same character. Okay, it's like, let's say there's Santa Claus and then Krampus. You know, we talked about that. But those are two separate characters. Yeah. For Sandman to be the same character. Right. And that's fascinating. Wow. So then let's go to music, because if you've ever heard the 1950 song, Mr. Sandman, mm-hmm. have you heard this? Well, of course, it's in the movie Halloween. Okay, okay, you would know <laughs> that from that. It was recorded by the Cordettes. Mm. Mr. Four Sandman. lovely ladies. Bring me a dream. Yes. It reached number 11 on the charts in 1950. Mm. It was also recorded by Dickie Valentine. <laughs> Dickie's my favorite. I don't know who Dickie Valentine is. He reached number five four years wow. later recording the same song. You know, like back in those days, I guess they just... They recorded a lot of same songs. They recorded the same songs. Dickie Valentine got number five. The Four Aces also recorded it, and they reached number Dickie. nine. So the funny thing about the song, Mr. Sandman, and you can look this up, listen to it on Spotify or find it on YouTube. So in the Cordettes, here's what they want in their dream man. You ready for this, Brooke and Lemmy? Tell, tell me if you agree if this is your dream man here. <laughs> okay. Two lips of roses and clover. Mm, yes. A, a pair of eyes with a come-hither gleam. Hmm, yeah. I mean, now we're talking. A lonely heart like Pagalochi. I had to look this up. He was an opera singer. He was very lonely, I guess. Oh. Um, wavy hair like Liberace. So this was before they found out about Liberace. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and give him the word that I'm not a rover, which if I can only take oh. that one way, I'm not a dog. I No, I think it means I'm not like a cheater. I'm not going to. Oh, I, I don't know rover like I'm not a bad looking girl. I'm not a rover. I'm not a dog. I I took it as like I'm not going to leave. Like I'm not okay. one to wander around. You know, like think of like a Range Rover. <laughs> well, that's not what I'm saying back then, obviously. But like sure. I'm trying to say what rover. I get what you're saying. And it had to rhyme with clover. It, of course, you gotta add those <laughs> lyrics that rhyme. And then it says, and then tell him his lonely nights are over. Mm. So she's mm. going to get some. Mm, so is he. <laughs> so that is the um, Mr. Sandman. Sandman song. But I really like to get into this Metallica song. Oh, Are you, are you a fan serious? of Metallica at all? Um, like, Yeah, <laughs> you could say that. I am, I am a fan. <laughs> and of all the Metallica songs, this is one of my favorites is Enter Sandman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Classic. one of my favorites. But here, maybe you don't know this about the song. Okay. So this song was written by the guitarist Kirk Hammett, and the lyrics were done by James Hatfield. And James Hatfield was the lead singer. The original lyrics were actually written about sudden infant death syndrome. Do you ever hear this? Why does that sound so familiar to me? I must have somewhere along the line, but I don't know the details. So Okay. So when James brought the original lyrics... They were scrapped. Eldridge and the producer, Bob Rock, were like, this is kind of too heavy. We can't dark. It's too dark. We need you to go back and rewrite the lyrics. And according to Aldrich, he said at the time, Metallica abided by the rule that, quote, 
Nobody could comment on anyone else's stuff, like their work, like what they brought to the table. Like no one could comment on it. But the producer and the drummer both had to draw a line here, especially with such a potentially big song. And he was told that his lyrics weren't as good as they could be. And he had to go rewrite them. Wow. James said, quote, and that pissed me off so much. I was like, fuck you. I'm the writer here. Right. But that was the first challenge that someone gave to me, and it made me work harder. Good. So if you don't know the Metallica song, you're going to have to go listen to it. We have a Revelations playlist that has a bunch of songs about dreams and sleeping, and this one's on it. So if you want to check it out on Spotify, you can check it out. In the end of the song, they actually recite a prayer from 1781, which is Now I Lay Me Down to Mm -hmm. Sleep. And he says it. He doesn't sing it. He's like, oh, "Oh, I lay me down to sleep. Pray the Lord Lord my my soul soul keep. If I shall die before I wake. Yeah, it's like awesome. The whole premise of the song is written on about the Sandman and what an evil person he is. Now, if you know the song, the lyrics go off to never, never land. Mm -hmm. But originally, because it was about SIDS, sudden infant death syndrome, those lyrics were... Disrupt the perfect family. Wow. So instead of off to never, never land, it was disrupt the perfect family. Wow. Yeah. And they had wow. to rewrite it. It was too heavy. I mean, says so is not anything to be like taken lightly, and that's something we can probably cover on an upcoming episode. But the fact that this was written about an evil entity coming into a room and taking a child... Yeah. It was almost too heavy for them to produce as he originally had the lyrics written. It really surprises me, that story. Um, I get it, but they have gone so much darker than that. Like, so much darker. One of my favorite songs is One, and it's basically about, like, a Vietnam vet who is in a coma, laying in a hospital bed, and he's in constant pain, but he has no way to communicate that to mm. the doctors and stuff. And it's it's intense. I mean, yeah. it goes into drug addiction. Like it. Right. Wow. 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 So, yeah. That's so, so cool. Instead of not never, never land, you're always going to hear it is disrupt the perfect family. Now I am. Anyhow, Metallica had a big hit with that, Enter Sandman. And to wrap it up, Ed Sheeran actually recently wrote a song called Sandman about bringing magical dreams. So even today, there's still pop culture that's bringing in the idea of Sandman. Positively and negatively, it seems Exactly. And that's the thing I was going to wrap up on is no wonder we have a fascination with this lore character of the Sandman. We don't understand dreams just like in this versatile fairy tale character, yeah. it can go either positive or negative. Being the master of dreams has been depicted across centuries as good or evil. Just like our dreams can be good dreams or nightmares. Ooh. Good luck and good night. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I, wow. Oh. That was a good one, Mindy. Thanks, darling. It's one of those things that's always part of culture. You've heard it from, it I mean, I heard that 1950s song growing up. And so then, oh, I, yeah. then you heard the Metallica song. But it's like, where did that idea ever come from? I think right. it's interesting how it developed in multiple cultures, being 
positive or negative. I, I know. Uh, so many things, yeah. That is fascinating. We're confused. <laughs> We're always confused. Yay, culture. So, Brookie, how was yeah. your day? How was your week? Like, what's going on with you? Like, how's life? Tell me about it. You know, I've been doing a lot of stuff over at my parents' house, and today was no different. And it's always, like, my least favorite things, like I mowed the lawn. Um, today, I put mulch all over where their flower beds are. I was going around mulching. Oh, so like stuff I've never done because I've never liked planning. They have always done it themselves. Like, where, where, what do you just tell me what to do and I'll help oh, you. Yeah. No, but mulch is not an easy task. I didn't care for it. And it, I mean, it was a nice day, but like even me, like I get burnt. <laughs> then you do look a little pink. Today. I'm a little pink. It looks like you got some sun. Yeah, it's pink. So the next thing, which. I would have never thought would be asked as we had to find the septic tank. It's oh, <laughs> it's let's very find <laughs> the septic tank. I, I don't know. It's it's not like every year. I don't even know how often. Like how do you not know where your parents have lived there at least 20 years? How do they not know where I the know, septic Mindy, tank is? They have lived there 40 years. Like, how do <laughs> they, they not know where it is years? at this point? Well, because it's underground. It's it's buried, but only by a couple inches of dirt. Sure. And my dad kn knew, like, the general vicinity of it. But since it's, like, grown over and stuff, since they don't do it every year, he's like, we got to find We started, I he gave me a stake and a hammer, and I'd go, like, put no. it in the ground and be like, Oh, my God, nope. you have to take pictures of all of this because I, I want this. I know. History. <laughs> and so I was trying to do like a grid pattern because he's like, it's only about this big. So if you start here and you don't hit something, you know, like start moving oh, out in a grid the, pattern. Yeah, you got to go like one foot or like six <laughs> yes. inches. And what right. are we moving here? And I'm it's like, it's like the game of Battleship. <laughs> Where's the septic tank? A1. A1. You've sunk Miss. my septic tank. <laughs> Miss. B17. Well, hit. I, hit. I missed a lot until I thought, let's try over here just a little bit further. And I'm like, Tch, tch. I'm like, oh, did it hit a rock, please? Because I was over it by this time. At first, oh I tried God. to make it. Fun. I'm like, ah, I'm an archaeologist. Like I'm doing a dig. It's <laughs> like, you know, trying to tease myself into thinking what? I'm having fun. But sure. after a while, I'm like, it's hot. I don't want to, I don't want to beat the stake anymore with this hammer. And oh then, so I started digging it. It was there. We found it. You found but it. Congratulations. It you was. A prize? No. Oh. Love. I'll take it. But the funny yeah, thing is, is as I was doing my grid, I would be picking up twigs and like sticking them in the hole so I could remember like where That's I had already smart, though. That's very smart. <laughs> nice job on that. Very scientific method. A I thought you might like that. Well, we I found do. it and I got the mulch done. Um, so who knows so what tomorrow is going to bring. <laughs> you're going to sleep new. like a rock and you're going to be sore as fuck. I am tired. Yes, get I'm it. very tired. Get it, girl. And you, my lady, how was your week? Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> remember, <laughs> oh, wait, okay. this good. is funny. So remember last week we were talking about my beautiful new couch, right? And um, Oh, no. Mr. Kingston was scared of it. 
like you didn't want to go on it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that night, <laughs> here we go. I went to bed. <laughs> I guess while I was sleeping, he broke his way into the kitchen. Through through the gate? Through the gate. The, we, so we have gates set up in our kitchen So because he's, he's a food stealer. He is a big boy. He will reach cabinets. He loves carbs. He will steal bread, <laughs> cupcakes. He, he is carbs. a carbaholic. He is. He's a carb. He's a friend of carbs. Meat, anything that's not he, vegetable won't touch. Anything else, all game. So he broke into the kitchen through the gate, opened the, the garbage, <laughs> took out our leftover ribs that night, <gasps> oh. ate them. Oh, ate them all up. He's in, he's having the best time ever. And Covered. not only did was there barbecue footprints all over my kitchen, my brand no. new couch in the morning. So apparently he wasn't afraid of it after his rib dinner. Barbecue footprints all over my brand new, light-covered, beautiful couch. Love the dog. Not the act. Um. <laughs> Did it come out? Most of it did. It's such a a beautiful couch. It's such a beautiful couch. And, you know, our kids are old enough. I'm like, I don't have to worry about them spilling stuff on it. It's like a lighter gray. It's super light. Um, But no, there is uh, barbecue paw prints. Do you have pictures you can post? Did you take pictures? I do. Good. Um, I need to see. Not that I'm saying it's cute. I... Feel um, your pain. It's not the same. I but did. What- I did curse myself. I'm like, oh, he's so afraid of the new couch. It's so cute. Nope. Mm-mm. That no, little no sympathy asshole anymore. Decided no sympathy. to enjoy his barbecue rib feast. <laughs> Make mm. mom mad. <laughs> so, and it worked. Good job, buddy. You I made him mad. One day. One day, Kingston. I got I a little shit too. His name's Haddonfield. Your boyfriend. I have one more little story for you. Remember last week we were talking about being observant? Yes. What happened? Are you okay? Tell me now. I'm scared. I'm, Did something happen? I'm fine. I, I'm okay. here. Obviously, I'm fine. I, I, well, you might have PTSD. I'm, I'm alive. Ner- I'm, but this... <sighs> I'm, I do have a little bit of PS- TD, P- PTSD, PTSD on this. Yes. Yay, dyslexia. Okay. Oh, my God. So this is crazy. We talked about being observant, being aware of surroundings. Yes. This was just a couple days ago. I pick up the kids from school. We're driving home. It's we're pretty rural. We drive yeah. down these, like, two-lane highways. Mm-hmm. You know, one one lane going each direction. And in front of us was a oversized load. Oh, boy. Okay. Yep. And it had it had the banner on the back, oversized load. It had the flags coming out the sides, and my oldest twin looks at me and she goes, "Don't they have to have like the cars that follow them when they do that?" I'm like, "I don't know. I think maybe it depends on the load, depends on yeah. where they're going to and from." Because you know how they yeah. have like the cars in front and back, in the front like, and back. Warning yeah. you. Yeah, this is very interesting. <laughs> I have no idea where this is going. So it's a flatbed semi truck. So it's got a semi cab in the front. Yep. Big flatbed truck, and we're, like I said, rural, so it's three giant plastic containers, like big okay. cylinders. 
Yeah. Like that I'm guessing like fertilizer or other things are stored in. And they were, they looked empty. Right. Okay. But they're like the, the containers for them. And if I have to guess size, I'm guessing the diameter of these cylinders are easily 15 feet wide. I mean, bigger than a lane of traffic. That's why it's a that's why it's a wide load. Is Pretty it big. is it uh, bigger than an eyeball in a maze? It's bigger than an eyeball <laughs> following you down down the maze. Okay. <laughs> but there's three of them on this oh. flatbed truck. And so two like one's laying like one's standing like top to bottom. Yeah. And then two are like on their side. Big. Super big. Yeah. I'm like, but as a teaching moment, she's 17. She just got a driver's yeah. license last year. I go, that's why we drive a little bit further behind. Like we yeah. don't we're not right up on this guy. Cause right. it's a wide load. Mm-hmm. Take your space. Cause I'm like, off. it's going into both lanes. Right? Yeah. You can't pass it. So keep just You can't pass it. He is like going on the side of the lane where it's like hitting the rumble strips. So here's my final destination moment. Hashtag, what does Devin Sawa dream? <laughs> my love. He was all over my, my walls from Teen Beat Magazine. I, I can't. Devin Sawa. Nope. So I'm going to hashtag, what does Devin Sawa dream from final destination? Because here's my moment. Here's my moment. Hmm. By the way. He was all over my goddamn walls. Him and probably Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah. Posters. Everywhere. He he but Devin Sawa, he was my man. He <laughs> was my man. Thirteen year old Casper. Oh mm, when Casper came to life. Boy. Oh boy. This this no. girl's heart was beaten out of her chest. Uh oh Devin. God. Devin let us know what you dream. Thanks, Devin. And I I like him for such a different reason. <laughs> Devin Sawa, I know you like had like, you know, a Young crush Devin on Sawa. him. Yeah. So, oh, he's still good. Definitely. Yeah. And this isn't an old Devin Sawa. Well, I mean, look this at is, me. I'm like, um, I am dreaming. I, this is a late 90s movie called Idle Hands, which came out in like yes. the late 90s. Where right? he, he woke yep. up one day and his, like, hand was possessed by, like, the devil or possessed. and it, Crazy. Well, ha- yes. Crazy. And Jessica Alba and Seth Green were in it. It was a fun. Yes. Fun. It's a good movie. Teen movie. Like, I feel like in the late 90s, we had a bunch of great teen movies. We really did. Yes. Where did they go? Where did, Where they, did go? they go? Why don't we have crap Seriously. now? We had good it's shit in the late 90s, people. I worked at Blockbuster. Devin, I know. Oh, Devin. She Talk knows. to Mindy. Talk to Mindy, please. Yeah. And then she, I think I might have sent you a letter back in 1993 or four. So if you want to respond to it and by sending me your autograph now, I'd be highly up to that. Thank you. <laughs> Brooke's dying, by the way. I I'm pretty my sure. Head I, I, my I'm like 90... 90- 9.8% sure I wrote him a letter. So yeah. many crushes. Anyhow, <sighs> so in a true final destination moment, oh. I was telling my daughter, I'm like, this is why you don't follow trucks so closely. Right. If there's anything that the final destination series did, it made <laughs> us conscious drivers. And I don't know if you've heard this. I've heard that uh, there was a study about what was the most influential movie of social culture, which means like what changed mm-hmm. your behavior? Wow. 
in how you live your everyday life. And Final Destination was up there because people will not drive behind a log truck. Right. You don't want to get impaled or any of that shit. What other movie can you think of off the top of your head that you change your actual, what you do because of a movie? It's it's pretty up there. (sighs) So as I'm driving down Route 47, heading home, well, driving down, I'm going north on Route 47. Following this truck with these giant, there's nothing in them. There were just giant plastic containers. Tubs. Tubs. But yeah. So we get to an underpass. So we get so we get to a viaduct where there's a train a train track over top. Mm-hmm. And the very clearly labeled 13 feet Ooh. 10 inches. 13 feet 10 inches. Like slow motion. I'm seeing this thing and I'm watching it and I slow even further down. And next thing I know, this semi in front of me with these <sighs> giant things goes under it full speed. Like, not even, like, stopping, like, ooh, am I under 13 feet, 10 inches? Nope, doesn't care. Just goes under it. Oh, There's my. a metal pipe on the top of this plastic thing that comes off and goes head over end like a flipping baton towards my car. No! Yes. No. And and I'm just looking at it going, oh, my God. This is my final destination moment. Where is Devin Sawa? <laughs> just watch this thing fly off, hit by the viaduct. Viaduct. Like the. Yeah, the top the, of it. Ch- top of the train tracks. And it, end over end, falls four feet in front of my car. Had if that you thing, hadn't slowed down, Mindy. It would have been through my goddamn windshield. Oh, man. And I was like, what? Sorry. I just. Oh, my I, God. I, and I like, I like. Were stopped. you shaking like crazy? I was. I, I went around. Like, as soon as it hit the ground, the concrete, I went around to the right. I was probably going like at least 45 miles an hour. I mean, it was, if it's a highway, it slows yeah. down at that part. 45 miles an hour. I go around it. There's like a white work truck behind me. He also slowed down. We all go around it. The truck driver didn't even fucking notice. Like, he keeps driving. He keeps driving, like... Doesn't realize his load. First of all, the structure to the bridge is compromised now. Like, what what if that affects the trains that are now going over that? Big deal. Kind of a big deal. Yeah, kind of, like, do I need to contact the NTSB? Second... The truck driver now has ruined his load. <laughs> Dirty. <laughs> ruined his load. He splooged his load. He splooged um, it. He splooged it all over Route 47. No clue. <laughs> and so I'm in the right lane. It finally breaks into two lanes after that. And like the work truck behind me gets in front of the, the truck that lost the handle and is like signaling at him to like pull over, like, hey, something's wrong. I'm like, <gasps> did he pull it- over? He pulled, and in my rear view as I passed him, I did see him pull over. But I was like, my God. Wow. I'm glad I was observant. You in that were. Space. You totally were. I've been this trying to been practicing. Perfect example of how it's working. This, but though, is a, if, this is a life or death, though. Like, horrifying. I was shaking. 
I was shaking. I had two of my daughters in the car with me. I was like, whoa. I looked at my daughter. I'm like, did you did, did you see that? Like, of course, she was on her phone on TikTok. No, like, I'm no. like, did, did you see that? And she's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <I know. it. laughs> she knows. <laughs> I'm like, well, that, that pipe that's in the middle of the road now that we're driving around just almost flew into our windshield. But uh, yeah, crazy. Mindy. But you're alive. I'm alive, but it's not the. It's, there's been two final destination moments this week. Earlier this week, no lie, I took something out of the cabinet. Oh I don't God. know. I'm like on a. I I feel like there's got to be a third shoe. Yeah, there's got to be a third shoe. Please be careful. I took out something from the uh, my our, like spice cabinet. A h- bottle of honey flew out, hit the bottom of a knife. It flew end over end towards my chest, missed it. And so I feel like, I don't know, I feel like a Devin, help me. honey almost <laughs> a knife. <laughs> yes. Yes, please be careful. I need to like wrap myself in bubble wrap this yeah, week. Yeah, please I don't, don't know go what's out going of the on. house. Just stay. I don't like it. Yeah, but you can't outrun uh, the destiny. I t- but it's not my destiny. I wasn't on a plane that didn't, uh, the, that's like, true. Crash that you I didn't have it. Like no. to go off of. Yeah, I, Mindy, so I'm feeling I'm like walking on eggshells this week. I don't know what where the stars and moons are aligned, but I'm not happy. I it. am absolutely shaken for you. Like literally kept trying to tell myself she's telling a story. Be, like I kept thinking it, it was had to be another like dream. Three inches in diameter, like flying end huge. over end towards my windshield. Like huge. Two things this week that I felt like weird final destination moment i mean yeah well how does the honey thing happen to hit a knife that goes like honey you couldn't, you couldn't come up with that for a movie like jar of honey is gonna fall and it's gonna hit a knife and go right through her chest and then a <laughs> pipe off of a f- that terrifies tube. me please don't ever follow more than a mile behind <laughs> That's, I mean, less, but less so than crazy. a mile behind. So I just said, this is why you don't follow these trucks I so close. I like, hope it was that a was teaching, a learning. A mom teaching gonna, lesson. It affected her. I hope it did. I hope so. Wow, wow, wow. All right, Bessie, that wraps up another episode. Do us one favor, and that's to tell someone about the show. You can tell your best friend. You can tell your ex-partner hmm. that you take to a flea market. Yep. You can tell your husband who did not knock the goddamn spiders off you. Instead, ran like a little baby into the hallway and just freaked out. Just (laughs) help me out here, bro. Tell your best friend who escaped to Hawaii to avoid that, uh, you know, construction issue in the U.S. (laughs) Yeah. Tell them about the podcast and tell them to listen because that's how we continue to grow is just word of mouth. That's the absolute best way you can support the show is by telling a friend. So do us a favor and we love you forever and we'll promise to uh, protect you from the lava. (laughs) Yes, very true. We will do our best. The floor is all lava, so be careful. The floor is lava. (laughs) Thank you so much to everyone, Brianna. Thank you for submitting your dream. That was crazy. Really enjoyed that dream story. So thank you. Thank you. And also to all of our catnaps. We had some pretty all over the board today, all over the board. So thank you to everyone for submitting your dreams and catnaps. Yes, to us. thank you. 
All right, Brooke, I am like so over this idea of Final Destination being like living in fear or that I'm going to be stabbed by something. I don't like it either, Mindy. I'm over it. So let's stay safe. Let's be observant. Let's leave a thousand feet between us and the truck in front of us. And until next week, sweet Sweet dreams, dreams, bitches. bitches. Oh, I was horrified. Mindy, I am shaking. <laughs>